um, you know, first off, working with a coach or a sales coach is not for everybody. It's not, you know, because, um, you know, it's only for people that are truly serious. Because I'm a firm believer, regardless of the amount of money you pay someone, whether it's, you know, $1 or $100,000, if you're not going to be committed and show up to what you want, committed and show, show up to, uh, you know, that coaching and do what it takes to be successful, it's not a good fit. That's a, I think it's first to understand because that's why it's not for everybody. Now, how do you know you need coaching? Well, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, where are you right now and where do you want to be? And based off of your current skill set, are you going to be able to get there? And you have, to be, you have to really look in the mirror. You have to really look in the mirror. And the mistake some people make is they say, oh, you know what? Just over time, I'll get better. That's not true at all. The only time you'll get better over time automatically is when you start something new. But you'll reach a plateau. Just like anything else, it's like... If you want to be really great at uh, playing a violin and you never played a violin before, you maybe kind of pick up a book on it and you just kind of learn some basics and you'll start learning how to play some violins over time. Okay, you start getting pretty good. But after a while, it's not enough. You'll, you'll hit a peak and you, you're a plateau. So you, you'll plateau and it, maybe if you're lucky, you'll gradually kind of go up a little bit. But most of the time, it flatlines. So at that point, you got to ask yourself, hey, where do I, where, where do I really want to go and uh, where am I right now? And how can I get there? How can I get the knowledge to get there? At that point, you'll realize pretty quickly. So, for example, I'm a simple guy. Income is a super easy way to manage this because it's a pure number, right? Um, but also, you can tie in some emotions, right? So, for example, I was just on a, a conversation before today, or before this uh, interview, and this person is going to, uh, you know, they're making $100,000 this year, right? Uh, which is most they've ever made. But their goal is to get to $200,000. There's a clear gap there. Like, he, need, he needs help to make an extra $100,000 on top of that. If he does it on his own, he'll he'll make hundred grand, which he's he's okay with, right? But he wants to double that. But more importantly, he wants to remove the stress he has right now, because right now, he, based on what he's doing, he's highly stressed. If he makes zero changes, he'll continue to stay highly stressed. So at that point, he's like, okay, now I need to reach out. I now need to get a coach. Now I need to get, get some help, because his if he does not, what has already been happening will continue to happen. Nothing else will change. Like nothing changes unless you change. So that's the, that's the first piece, okay? And then, um, you know, when, you, when you're looking to a coach, I would also say as well is support and understand um, not all coaches are the same. They're not. So you really, you really need to take a look at a few different things. I think number one, are they going to truly help solve your problem? Have they themselves done what you want to do? I think it's incredibly important. Like it's kind of like if I was get a personal trainer, I don't want someone out of shape. I want someone who's in really good shape. That makes sense, right? Um, that's important. And then on top of that, I also want to know that they have a proven process of results. So it's not just some arbitrary system. Like it's a proven system that people can get results. So that's why anyone could say they're great, but do they have proof, testimonials, case studies, examples of people who have achieved success, right? And then from there, they can decide if you, if you want to do a coach as well. But but you have to be truly committed for that for that to show up because it's kind of like this. Um, I look at even my program. I have, a, I have a killer program. I love my program. I know it should be really for every sales professional, but it's not for everyone because if you're not committed, it's not going to work because I know my coaching works. I know my program works, but if they're not committed, they won't get results. Only a truly committed will get results, and that's in anything in life. So the typical process that most people typically run is um, whether they're on a cold call uh, or they're in a sales meeting, they might ask a couple of questions and spend most of the time pitching and trying to sell this. They're trying to jam something down like, oh, you need to buy this because of A, B, C, D, E. And they're like kind of trying to wear that person down. And some people will buy because of that. 
and then they're told to keep doing that. Okay, so, you know, keep cold call, cold call, cold call, jam down the throat, get the appointment. You, you are forcing the situation. Now, at the end of the day, yes, you can close deals doing that. Yes, you could just run a process. Yes, you can do that, but you burn a lot of prospects. And the method I teach is very, very simple, right? And to make it even simpler, because I won't have enough time to explain everything, but I explain it's kind of like it's kind of like this. Imagine if, as if you are a doctor. That is the best type of selling method. And if you think about this, a doctor, they know what the end goal is. The end goal is a cured patient. Now, when you think about when you go to a doctor's office, typically when you go to a doctor's office, it's not like you go there and then uh, they ask you one or two questions and they say, oh, cool, because uh, you have this itch uh, that we just you just told me about, or your stomach hurts a little bit, I want you to do this surgery on you. Okay, see you at Thursday for the surgery. And they tell you why, how awesome. They don't do that. You'd be like, that's crazy. But then like, no, 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 no. It's not crazy. And the reason you need the surgery is benefit A, benefit B, benefit C, benefit D. You would be like, no, there's no way. I'm not going to do that surgery. I don't know anything about that because it may not even solve your problem. Now, but what, what doctors do instead is they know the end desire is to make sure they're taken care of. So they reverse everything, meaning they start with understanding really more about it. They start asking questions. So if you think about this, uh, when you when you have that doctor's appointment, when you whether you book it online or on the phone or when you come in for the first time, you're always made to fill out a questionnaire first. So they're asking questions about your situation, about you, get to know you. And then before you even see the doctor, you talk to a nurse. And they ask you more questions. They're basically qualifying you, asking you all the questions, really uncovering what's going on, the pains, the desires, the symptoms, what's really going on. Then they take the information and give it to the doctor. And then the doctor does even more questions. They're doing more questions. They're testing you. They're doing measurements that they need to, and they're getting even more and more information. And athletes spend all this time doing that. They say, okay, cool. Based on what we know now, here's how we're going to solve it. Here is the cure. Here's a surgery. Here's a procedure. And now you're like, oh. And as a patient, you feel more at ease. You feel more comfortable. Like, oh, that makes sense. Like, now I'm going to do that. And because 89% of the time, you are talking, so you, they really know what's going on. And when you apply this to a sales process, it's no different. When you spend most of the time, 89% of the, whether it's a cold call, the, whether it's on the, you know, the first discovery or the demo, asking questions and covering their needs, wants, desires. You know their end result, right, of what they want to accomplish. You, you ask questions under kind of really deeply. Then from there, then you can align your solution to what they need. Only if it makes sense. If it doesn't make sense, then you can disqualify them. This allows for happier customers, you know, happier prospects because then they know, okay, you know what? They actually understand my business. They feel good. And when you want a process like this, what ends up happening is your sales cycle gets shortened down drastically as well because now they know you can truly help them and it's actually going to be a good fit versus the other way is just jam, jam, jam. This is a customer-centric process of focus on ensuring they are happy and they are going to get taken care of and it's a good fit for all parties. Yeah, 100%. So uh, picture the first sales call, right? So the first sales call, you know, um, you really should be, if anything, if you do have to pitch anything, you should never pitch anything at the beginning. It should only be at the very end, okay? If it's whether it's first call or second call, third call, 100th call, whatever. So um, when you start off, you know, you want to be asking more questions. You want to uncover what what does that process, what are their needs, wants, desires, okay? What do they want to accomplish, who are they currently using? Why are they using them? What's their future desired state? 
What's truly on their mind? What are the real pain points? Who are the real decision makers? How does it truly impact them? So you start asking these deeper questions, you start really uncovering their situation, right? Just like the doctor, no, no different, right? And only once you gather all the information, you know, then are you able to present your offer. So I want you to picture it's kind of like this. Imagine it as if you were going to, uh, you know, cook a, a meal in the kitchen, okay? And you can cook a brand new dish. Now, if you have a recipe, you know, if you're not paying attention, if, you, if you're like, okay, I'm going to go, I, I think I have these ingredients. And then, oh, you're making the, the meal. Oh, you know what? I need, uh, I need this spice. Then you race to the store. And then you come back. You start cooking a little more. Oh, I, I need this other spice. You race back to the store. You go back. Go back home. Oh, I need this vegetable. Oh, you race back to the store. So you go back and forth. So you start longing how long it takes. Versus if you make sure you have the recipe and you know, you, have, you know all the ingredients, then you can just go in the kitchen and make the meal. And the sales process is no different. If you can uncover all things you need to close a prospect down, you know, not, not, it could be on the first call, but it's not always the case, right? But to uncover all things you need in the sales process on the call, on the first call or first couple calls, that gives you all the things you need to be able to close them on a shorter time frame. And that allows you to gather all the pieces together to make sure you have a really good end desired result, assuming it's a good fit from there. So that's why it's so key. If you focus on the end of mind, you reverse everything and you ask questions up front and you gather all the right information up front, this positions you to be able to really serve your customer and close them faster as well. 